Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. In today's episode, I want to talk about anxiety and panic and where it all starts. Often by the time we have anxiety and or panic, we are not sure where it came from. We've been in it for a long time, uh, some of us longer than others, before we have any clue as to what is actually happening to us. But by the time we figure it out, uh, we, we may not, we may have been in it so long we don't remember how we got there, what in life got us there. So let's look at how this could possibly, uh, start, how we stay in the, the loop or the cycle or the spiral and, uh, how we can keep ourselves from going back down the wormhole again. Anxiety and panic are episodes of really high, intense fight or flight responses. And we feel this so intensely that we become afraid of that feeling often. And that can be where the cycle begins. But it's quite normal to have a fight or flight response to things in life. But when it is of a really high intensity, we are thrown off because we then become afraid of that happening again, because it was so uncomfortable. It was so frightening. So that's what an anxiety or a panic attack is all about. It's the fight or flight response. It isn't anything more or less than that. It's just at a really high degree. And all of the symptoms and sensations that can come from that, the lists are endless. It depends on the person, but there are a lot of physical sensations. There are a lot of mental things that happen. Are We become afraid. We become uh confused. We be, you know, many things inside our head are part of the reaction and it is all physiologically based. So, but we usually get there from our psyche, from our thinking, from our responding to life. So it's the two, it's our mind and body all together, all wrapped up together there. But just know that this is not a wrong thing that is happening. It's just happening too intensely. And when it is happening too intensely, it has frightened you. So you begin to stay in the loop. But I want to look at like the four ways, the four, the journey into, and I I mapped them out as four things, and I'm going to work it backwards. So you have a panic attack, or you have an anxiety attack. Where did that come from? Back it down one step, it came from having high anxiety, okay? It came from being in an anxious state. And where did that anxious state come from? Back it down another step, that came from high stress. And our lives can be filled with high stress. And if we back that down one step, we just have our normal, everyday, run-of-the-mill life. So life goes is happening. Life is going on. And if we start building high stress into that life, we're going to build in chance of having high anxiety. And if we have high anxiety, we're building in the chance of having panic attacks. And so you can see this is just 
going one step on top of the other. And this is good for us to know because then we can back ourselves out of it. How do we go from regular life to high stress? Well, there's a lot involved there, right? We could be predisposed to being a a, a high stress person. Um, what did we used to say back in the day? You were maybe tended to be a nervous person, or you were highly sensitive, or you could feel things more than other people. That could just be, and that's fine. There are many people out there. I think I'm kind of a sensitive person. I'm way less sensitive now than I used to be because a lot of my oversensitivity came in from me being anxious. And once I was able to calm myself down, my nervous system, and look at my thought process, I don't have to be interpreting everything that I sense in a uh, frightening manner. I can see things without pushing the alarm button. I can see things without going down the wormhole. So I am still a sensitive person, but I don't uh, react to it as much. I respond to it now much more than I react to it. And you can do that too, because believe me, if I could do this journey and I could have the life that I have after being really anxious and having the mind that would spin out and stay in those repetitive thoughts, uh, fearful thoughts, you can do it too. There's no doubt that in my mind that you can do it too. And so what we have is we end up with life. Life is going on. We may be uh, someone who has a tendency towards sensitivity or towards nervousness, and that's fine, but you can learn to live with it. You don't have to react to it. So life comes along and then we have stress in our lives. Everybody has stress. We're not going to get away from that. Life is stressful, but it is how we react to that stress that is going to determine whether we're going to go into a high anxiety state or if we're going to be able to just stay at the high stress level and go back down to life. Life and high stress, that's where we want to stay. It's okay to have times in your life where you have high stress. We can't control everything. And so sometimes life is throwing a lot of curveballs at us all at once, and one of them may hit us and it hurts, but it doesn't mean that we have to lash out at life and think that every ball that is being thrown to us is going to be a curveball that hits us. We we can just determine that we can react in a different way by slowing down and learning to respond instead of being in that knee-jerk reaction all the time. Now, what gets us into this high stress from high stress to high anxiety is our thinking. And it's believing that everything that is happening to us is dangerous. It's believing that... um Everything that is going through our mind is going to happen, and that is dangerous. So we have this in constant, continuing cycle of high-stress thoughts and high-stress reactions to life. And this response has amazing and really profound physiological and psychological changes on us. And this can become the loop that we get stuck in. 
This is when we are in the cycle because we become afraid of our own way of being. It's unnerving, it's unsettling, and we just feel totally out of sorts. And then we become afraid of that happening again. And that thought alone is going to push you back up to high anxiety again. It's going to take you from stress and high stress to high anxiety. We must be aware that it is our thoughts that is causing us to have this reaction. Have you tried one skin for your skincare routine yet? I love the simplicity of these products and the medical grade ingredients in them, not to mention how easily they fit into my skincare routine. The OS1 Face Moisturizer and OS1 Eye Cream make skin look visibly smoother and clearer and immediately feel softer and more hydrated. The secret is One Skin's proprietary OS1 peptide. It's the first ingredient proven to switch off the aging cells that cause lines, wrinkles, and thinning skin, and several studies back it up. So if you're tired of cycling through ineffective skincare trends and overcomplicated routines, then I'm so excited to share with you One Skin, just simple, scientifically validated solutions. OneSkin is the world's first longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code ACP at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code ACP. After your purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. Now getting back to anxiety and panic and where it all started, the more we can understand this reaction that our mind and body have to danger and the fact that we can begin to look more closely at our thoughts and our life as to whether what is happening is actually really danger or not, the more we can be able to keep ourselves in a response mode rather than reacting. The more we react, the more we will react. We need to bring ourselves down to a place where we are responding to life and not in a position of knee-jerk reaction to everything that feels uncomfortable to us. One of the things that comes up over and over again is, you know, discomfort and how people become afraid of discomfort. We become wanting to be pain-free all the time. And by pain-free, I don't want anyone to be in pain, but we have to remember that some things in life are painful physically and or emotionally or psychologically. This is part of life and we can look at it. If we are in the right frame of mind, we can be able to see, is this something I need to be concerned about? Is this something I need to hit the danger button about? Or is this something that I can just let pass by? So we need to cultivate this kind of place in our lives. Again, we got into anxiety panic 
probably through some mindlessness, through um, maybe once being thrown into a position of danger. It could have been very real danger. We had to hit that danger button. All of our stress hormones were released, and it was released hard and fast because that's what was needed. And then we may have become afraid of that feeling. Even in that moment, like, oh my God, why is my heart pounding? Or why am I sweating? Oh my God. Those words, oh my God, how, oh my goodness. Oh no. Oh no. That was my favorite. Oh no. That alone, when you have hypersensitized yourself into anxiety, just those words alone can set off your fight or flight response. And we want to be able to bring ourselves back to life again. And we can do that by examining the stresses in our lives. We, like I said, the the little ladder that I have here is first we have life and then we climb up the next rung to high stress. Sometimes life has high stress. We can deal with that. And then the next rung, if we hang around high stress too long and we don't get relief and we don't know where it's coming from and we become afraid of those feelings, we end up with high anxiety. And if we hang out there long enough, we end up with panic attacks. So how do we stay down here with life and just high stress? Life is stressful. So stress is the first rung, life. The second one, high stress. We can deal with high stress here and there. But how do we deal with ourselves so that we can stay just in those first couple of rungs? We do it by being aware of what is going on in our lives. We do it by deciding purposefully what we will and what we will not allow in our lives. Much of how we get into trouble is from having too much going on too often. We all have times where there's just too much going on and we can deal with that. The mind and body can deal with that. But what we always want to remember is that we go back to a safe place. Remember, as mammals, if we can get to safety and register safety for 90 seconds, We've reset everything. The fight or flight response has gone back down again, and we're back over into our parasympathetic nervous system. This is where we live. We live in parasympathetic nervous system. We live in that place of peace and calm. And we have to remember that. We have to cultivate that by paying attention to what we are thinking, what we are allowing in, what we are letting ourselves do? Are we letting ourselves calm down? Or are we looking? I'm going to bring it back to the phone. Yes. Are we looking at our phone or our computer over and over again, looking for another hit? And and often when we're looking for that hit of dopamine, that 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 like or that response to our text or whatever, or an email ding, uh, often we start getting into that where we need it more and more and more. And what we can do is get caught in the trap of needing that and then being off balance when we don't get it. Being out of sorts. And the body can respond to that with stress. That feels stressful to the body. 
and to the mind. We want it, we didn't get it, want it, we didn't get it. And it is too much. We can also be paying attention to negative things when we are looking at those electronics devices. We can be letting in things that are causing us to have fear, to have uncertainty or doubt. Life has enough uncertainty or doubt. When we start letting in, and I'm talking about movies or television programs or online shows, music that is um, negative or, or hateful, uh, reading articles about these kinds of things, it does matter. All of this is information coming in. We digest this. We take this into our body, mind, and our soul, just as the food that we take into our body. We have to be careful what we listen to and what we hear and who we are around. When um, people are really struggling with anxiety, I have them, uh, I suggest to them that they not watch scary movies. I have people who have told me, I was doing okay until I watched this prison show. And you know what? That can be all really super interesting when you're not anxious. If you are anxious, you may not need to be watching thrillers, psychological thrillers, violent shows, police things. Um, Different things will set different people off. But the point is, there are some other things that you can watch that you can uh, bring into your world or read or the entertainment can be more of a, a neutral kind of place. You don't have to have everything be happy-go-lucky, but that's kind of fun. That can actually ease your um, nervous system for a little while. Feel-good movies, you know, watch something that, uh, just Google that, feel-good movies. Like, watch things that bring up a sense of gratitude or or warmth in the soul. Uh, That can actually help to heal you. I highly suggest that you not take things in that can aggravate you and put you up on the rung of high stress. Remember, again, life is where we're at. Life is stressful. So we have regular stress. If we cannot deal with that, if we are taking in more than we can handle, if we are not finding our peace and calm daily, through meditation, through nature, through exercise, through a good diet and self-care, then we can move up into high stress, from high stress to high anxiety and high anxiety to panic. We want to remember that we can control what we take in and how we respond to life. These are two really important prongs here. How you are responding to your thoughts and what you are bringing into your Uh, mind and body from the external world. If you can take a good hard look at both of those and, and work on keeping those peaceful and calm, even, you know, just a peaceful calm break in your day can be good because then you get your good sleep at night and you're, and you're on good keel. But this is where it comes from. It's not something out of the blue. It is part of our life and how we have responded or reacted to it. I love hearing from you guys. So I hope that if you have something that you want me to talk about on the show, that you will send me an email, anxietycoachespodcast at gmail.com. 
And now for today's quote. Resistance creates suffering. Stress happens when your mind resists what is. The only problem in your life is your mind's resistance to life as it unfolds. And that's from Dan Millman. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at theanxietycoachespodcast.com. 